Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned into the Loan Officer Podcast with me, D.O., and my main man, J.C. John Coleman. D.O., what up? How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I know you are. We have like so much positivity in the air, mm. so many things uh, going our way. Right. Knock on wood. This is real wood under <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, real wood under here. Yep. Knock on wood. <laughs> Uh, we put a lot of shit out in the universe over the past 14, 15 months. Yeah. And as you've said all along, if you put out in the universe, what? It's going to come back to you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come true. It's going to come true. Just yeah. put it out there. Yeah. I think there's a book that people... The uh, Secret. The, and the all Secret. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thoughts become things. Yep, thoughts that's become real. things. That's, that's real. Yeah. I mean, you got to work at it. You can't just sit back and wish. But, you know, the right door is open. you got to take advantage of it. Oh, so yeah, I was uh, really hoping like at 42 years old, I could just sit back and put it out there that I'm going to be able to run a four five forty, and then I'm going to be able to uh, go try out for an NFL team and make it. Maybe in maybe the front office level, you can. Oh, make it okay. Team. There we go. Yeah, just... I mean, look, someone needs an assistant to the assistant, right? Hey, for 12 bucks an hour, <laughs> I'd be a great job. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I'll parlay that. Like like once you and I are done with TLOP, mm-hmm. like in 7, 10, 15 years, whenever okay. that may be, yeah. maybe I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to retire. I'm going to go. Work in the front office at the Jags. Why not? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Well, how funny would that right. be if we just. We put it out there. Mr. Khan, I hope you're listening. Mr. Khan, Chat Khan, um, at some point, if you still own the team, I'm going to come knocking on your door. Full circle. What if you did that and then Jackson was a long snapper? Oh, for the Jags? Yeah, for the Jags. I'm just yeah, – I'm just. we have it on tape now, so. All right, so there we go. Put it out there. My son, who's only 16, is going to be the long snapper for the Jacksonville Jaguars. At the same time, I'm going to retire from the mortgage banking industry Correct. and start a career Correct. working for a sports team. Correct. At which point I'm going to have to start at the bottom. Correct. Okay. But then I'm saying it now because ESPN or whoever's going to make the documentary is going to need this footage from 15 years ago <laughs> to make the trailer. So so do you think I'll have to go to school for that? School? I don't know. Do you have to go to school for that? I would think not. Maybe. I mean, to be the assistant to the assistant, I hope as long as I have a college degree and some work experience, if I do well in the interview, someone's going to hire me. Sounds good to me. All right. But schooling is good. Schooling is really good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lots of schooling that can be done in the mortgage industry. Really? Yeah. So much that... When I was thinking about what to talk about today, yeah. I was like, let's talk about mortgage school. Okay. Right, because I Googled mortgage school. I was on YouTube, and I, I typed in the search bar, mortgage uh-huh. school. Yeah. And I honestly was impressed by what came up, but then I was equally unimpressed okay. with what came up. So let's dedicate this episode to just talking about all of the educational endeavors a mortgage professional could, should take on throughout their career. Okay. Not all at once, but throughout their career. Okay. Right? We'll call this mortgage school, mm-hmm. and it's going to be more about pointing you in the direction of where you should go. And we'll kind of start at the very beginning. Okay. And um, maybe we'll we'll come to like towards like a capstone moment. Nice. And then we'll and we're going to plug some companies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only going to plug a company that I believe in personally. Mm-hmm. Or that I know another mortgage professional who believes strongly in them. For sure. Right? That's just kind of my, my whole MO, and I hope we keep it that way at, at all times. Okay. So, mortgage school. Mortgage school. According to D.O. According to D.O. All right. So, let's start at the very beginning. Okay. You wake up one day, and you decide, I'm going to become a mortgage loan originator. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, the first thing you're going to think is, well, I need to um, obtain my license. I have to obtain my NMLS. 
And unless you're going to go work for a bank or a bank-owned mortgage lender, there's going to be a course that you have to take. It's a 20-hour pre-licensing course. Then there's going to be an exam that you have to prep for and then an exam that you have to pass and st uh, study for and pass. Okay. It's like 115 questions. I think it's 125 questions when you include the 10 practice questions. Multiple choice or like you got to write out an answer? Great question. I'm going to curb that okay, because yeah. we have a gentleman coming okay. on this show in a few weeks. That's going to be a perfect segue okay, nice. to his episode. Great. A little cliffhanger there, ladies and gentlemen. A little cliffhanger. Okay, nice. um, but but it's, it's the NMLS mm -hmm. safe test that you're studying for. It's a 20-hour pre-licensing. And it's, for the most part, it's like $400. Okay. Right? So, like, here in Florida, there's Florida Mortgage School. There's Gold Coast. Um, you know, anyone else who's not in Florida, whether, you know, you're in Kansas City or Kansas or California, Texas, mm -hmm. Michigan, right? We have listeners from all over the continental United States. Right. Uh, which is super cool, by the yeah. way. Mm -hmm. Even some that listen in from foreign countries. Correct. Yeah, which is... Uh, Every time you show me those those algorithms and those numbers and <laughs> yeah. the statistics, I'm like, who's tuning in from Iceland? Yo, but someone is. Yeah, someone is. Shout out Iceland. Shout out to Iceland. Yeah, hey, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Um, man, so many rabbit holes to go on. So no, mortgage school. Yeah. Where does it start? It starts with getting your NMLS license, assuming you're not going to go work for a bank or a bank-owned mortgage company. And even if you are, by the way, it doesn't hurt having. Like, I work for Waterstone Mortgage. Waterstone Mortgage is owned by Waterstone Bank. Mm -hmm. It's a publicly traded company. If you're a loan officer working for here, hey, guys and girls, great news. You don't need your state license. You do not need, in most states at least, to do that 20-hour course. Okay. You do have to register uh, with the federal registry, and you need to have your NMLS identifier, your NMLS number. You need to be fingerprinted and go through the background check. Yes, all of that applies. But the actual pre-licensing course and passing a test doesn't apply. Oh. But we have many professionals who work for us and work with us, they do have it. And there's nothing wrong. I once had a boss and a mentor at Waterstone who suggested, hey, Dio, you guys should have this. Just, it's just a good thing to have. Mm. It's something that once you have it and you keep up with it, no one can ever take it away from you. Correct. It gives you flexibility in your career. Mm -hmm. Guess what? what? I don't have it. Uh, oh. But I'm going to put it out in the universe. Okay, there you go. Guess what I'm going to do this summer? I think, I don't, what are you going to do this summer? Dude? I'm going to get it. Okay. I'm going to get it. Yep, yeah, I already found there's a local company that has offers, this is going to suck when I go through it, but from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on a Tuesday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on a Wednesday, I can I can go through the 20-hour pre-licensing course, and then I can study for the exam, take the exam, and I can pass the test. And when I do so, here's going to be a promise. I'm going to TikTok about it. Oh, God. Oh, you say, oh, God, what did we do yesterday, Oh, John? God, I can't wait. Oh, oh God, hey, I can't hey, wait. What did we do yesterday? We talked the tick. We talked the tick. We tick-tocked. Yeah. So full disclosure, for, for those that listen in on a consistent basis, in days yes. or weeks, yes. Mr. Coleman here, JC, yes. is going to have us releasing fresh content mm -hmm. utilizing the kids' app, God, TikTok. That is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. You were excited about it yesterday. I was because it's a, it's a great opportunity to make fresh new content in a new way. Yeah. And um, further grow the audience. Mm -hmm. Further entertain. Correct. Further bring value. Correct. And with with me going through this in June or July, I'm going to try to TikTok about it. That's when good. I say I, I mean we, we. because yeah. John's already told me I'm not even allowed to have TikTok on my phone. <laughs> yeah, please, uh, he I said don't. that with, with my intention span, I will do a oh, deep God. dive in a it's, rabbit hole and you'll lose me for Instagram's an hour. Instagram's okay. That's where I draw the line. 
LinkedIn, Instagram. You go ahead and yeah, check I, back. No, no I, I personally check our Facebook and our Instagram. Yeah. I was I was actually replying to a listener this morning mm-hmm. who had a really cool question about cell phones yeah. um, via Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, I'm going all over the place Instagram here. It doesn't matter. Yeah, TikTok. Mention that. Hey, throw it out there. Throw it out there. Should we go ahead and throw this out there while we're off topic before I get back on mortgage school? Yeah. How about um, our own website? Okay. Should we have one? Yes. Yeah. What's it going to be called? tloponline.com tlop online tlop stands for the loan officer podcast so yeah. t-l-o-p online.com yep. stay tuned we're probably about 90 days away yeah right you're having your second meeting with a web developer uh tonight mm-hmm. right you're meeting up this mm-hmm. afternoon uh hopefully we can get the wheels in motion mm-hmm. get he and his crew doing their thing mm-hmm. and 30 45 days down the road hopefully we'll have a Bro, website you keep going down but you said 90 then it's 30 45 that's you, how i, that's you, how I, I know operate. but you know, it that's how started I months and now it's like wait a minute your whoa. anxiety level your anxiety level just just skyrocketed <laughs> you did go backwards but here okay. I, I have a great segue back to mortgage school okay but dio why would you ever get go back to school because you already have hanging on the wall your CMB. And according to my knowledge, that's the highest certification one can get in the mortgage industry. So why would you ever go back? Okay, CMB, in my opinion, in my experience, is one of, if not the highest designation you can get. Correct. That that you can see on the wall, that's a capstone achievement. Mm-hmm. Okay, why am I going to go through the 20-hour pre-licensing? Yeah. A, I've never done it. When I speak of this course, I need to speak from personal experience. B, I'm sure I'll learn something. And I believe wholeheartedly, I don't care what your industry is, ours happens to be the mortgage industry. You never stop learning. You never stop being a student. And you never let anyone, including yourself, squash your childlike curiosity. Because it's your childlike curiosity that'll propel you to want to know the why behind it. It'll propel you to want to become better. So it's all about betterment. And I enjoy it. Like, I'm a geek to this industry. So I am going to benefit personally and professionally. And then guess what? The loan officers I coach, the branch managers I mentor, they can benefit from my experiences when I share them with them. Mm. How about the listeners of this show? Could I not be a better podcast host if I can speak from true experience as someone who just went through the 20-hour pre-licensing course? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my big motivating factors. Nice. And I really don't like not knowing things. Mm. And doing this show with you for the past 14 months, we're on like episode 115 or something. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my biggest deficiencies is truly understanding the 20-hour course. Mm. So let's start there, and then we're going to just roll right through all of them. Nice. All right? So you start in the mortgage business by going through this course. Mm-hmm. You're gonna pay your $400, you're gonna do your 20 hours, you're gonna study your butt off. You may fail because people fail, you have to take it again. Mm-hmm. And bingo, bongo, bango, you are a licensed mortgage loan originator. Okay. But you're not an LO yet. But I just took the course. Yeah, you're not. Here's the thing. Um, so I was, you, you mentioned my son being a football player, and I was kind of like thinking of a good analogy. Mm-hmm. I remember my son rolling in to ninth grade, the summer between eighth and ninth grade. Freshman football is all the rage. The kids are showing up. They're doing a couple workouts during the summer. But just because my kid or any of those other 60 kids rolled in on equipment pickup day and they got a shoulder pads and they got their their helmets and they're given their practice pants and practice jerseys, that didn't make them football players. Just like having your NMLS uh, uh, and, and passing the exam does not make you a loan officer, does not make you a loan originator, does not make you a mortgage advisor. You're on the team. Hey, high five kids, you're on the team. Here's your shoulder pads, here's your helmet. You're on the team, but until you prove 
that you're really good at blocking and tackling, until you prove that you know the playbook, until you prove you have the footwork down, until you hit the weight room, until you, you do the, the, the track workouts. Right. Like, you're not a football player. The same thing applies to this industry. So, cool, you're on the team. You went, you paid your $400, you went to some place like Gold Coast, did their 20-hour their um, uh, class, maybe paid extra money to do the, the, um, the, the study guide prep, yep, yep. pass the exam. Okay, you're on the team now. Now what? So mortgage school, there isn't one. You can't go to college and major in mortgage loan originator. Yeah. Right? You can take courses in real estate, you can take courses in finance, but they're not going to teach you what you need to know. You got to learn that. The old school way to learn this is go out and get a loan, right? Bring it to a mentor, a sales manager, a branch manager, or someone that you're going to split your commission with and have that person work on that loan with you. The reason why I said branch manager or sales manager is typically in this industry, those people are compensated a little bit on the loans that you bring in the door. So they have a vested, vested interest, interest right. yep, to sit with you. Yeah. But that doesn't always work because there's not, not that many great managers out there. there. I mean, especially great managers for newbies. Yeah. There's a lot of great managers, but maybe they're great managers for people who are higher producers. Yeah. There's not that many people who are great at teaching, right? There's not that many people that have the patience or maybe the time. They don't have the time to sit with you. So you're going to have to get efficient on your own. Mm. Well, how you can learn on your own, you hear it all the time on this podcast. And until I find a better company who offers better training that I believe in, or put this out in the universe, create our own content right. that we can offer, all right. right now you have to learn blocking and tackling. Mm -hmm. You have to go to Zenix. You have to at least go through ground school. At least ground school is going to teach you things like LTV and DTI. It's going to teach you how to read a credit report. It's going to teach you about an appraisal. Right? You're going to learn the basics of calculating income. You may not go full into calculating self-employed income and figuring out how to, how to do rental income on a Schedule E of someone's 1040, yeah. but Zenix is going to teach you how to block and tackle. So now from a technical standpoint, you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. All right? So that's, that's a part of this mortgage school process. There's not one school you're going to go to. Right, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, yes, I went to UCF, but... Um, in this case, and I went to UCF and all my classes were at UCF, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Whether I was taking an econ class, an advertising class, a PR class, or my gen ed, English yeah. and history and stuff, it was all there. Yeah. Except for the one summer that I did. Abroad? Uh, um, uh, no, I did abroad, yep. Yeah. So I did one semester abroad, so technically it wasn't all there. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I did something at the local uh, community okay. college. Now right. they call them state colleges. Correct. Uh, because it was in my backyard and uh, state of Florida required summer school. Mm -hmm. So for me to do summer school all the way out at UCF or do it at the local community college in my backyard. Made sense to do it. Actually, and by the way, shout out to all community colleges and state colleges out there. It's one of my favorite courses. It was English too. Yeah. We read To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. Um, from that book, I actually once had a dog named Atticus. There you go. Uh, so there's a little, little tidbit about DO. From, there you go. You know, back in the day. Um, so no, so Zenix. So we went from you got your license, but that just means you're on the team. Mm -hmm. Now you have to learn to block and tackle. Well, I would tell you to use Zenix or something like it mm -hmm. to block and tackle. If you don't want to use that course, because maybe you don't have the $1,500 or $1,600 to invest in yourself. You should. You should find it. Even if it meant you had to go valet cars every weekend for the next two months, mm. you really should. But there is an alternative. And the alternative would be to, A, find an employer who actually has their own training. 
maybe a super large bank or credit union has something. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's probably not as good as Zenix. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never worked for one of those institutions, but I'm just saying they yeah. probably don't. For sure. Um, but maybe it's like a big call center and, and um, you're putting on a headset and you're going to churn through a bunch of 1003s and a bunch of phone calls, at which point your real learning is going to be done over your first two years. Mm-hmm. In this mortgage school that I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you to go get your MLS. I don't care where you go to get it because all that means is you're on the team. It doesn't mean you learned a, a, a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're ready to go play the game. Yeah. You're going to have to then learn to block and tackle. And I'm going to use Zenix for that. Okay. Until, listeners, if you guys want to tell us about something that you find as good yeah. or that you've heard good things about, I would love to explore it. Mm-hmm. And, and if I think it's good, I'll pimp them out too. Oh, yeah. uh, or maybe one day John and I will sit down and we'll create a course. Maybe. Just based on what we teach on this show. Mm-hmm. But once you've done that, that's really where you need to go. And it's a shameless plug here, but start really digesting these podcast episodes. Because mm-hmm. these podcast episodes, for the most part, they're kind of for people who are already in the game. Yeah. I know we have a lot of listeners who love to listen to us and tune in mm-hmm. because they're contemplating getting into the game. But these episodes very much you may have to go back and re-listen to because a lot of what we talk about may have not resonated yeah, right great, away. Yeah. yeah, great point. Right? But then find other content. If there's other people who are pushing out content, like there's a guy, Jeremy Forcier, mm-hmm. out of uh, California. Mm-hmm. Dude, follow him on Facebook. YouTube the guy. Yeah. He knows his shit. He is entertaining. He speaks well. He's engaging. Mm-hmm. He is someone that he's pushing out content. You might as well try to follow it. Right. Right. And then you start thinking about, well, what, what else don't you know? Well, you really don't know how the secondary market operates. Like, why are mortgage rates going up and down? Yeah. What do I know about um, the economy and economic events that could cause interest rates to go up and down? How do mortgage interest rates correlate with the stock market, mm-hmm. the bond market, the 10-year treasury? Yeah. Where's there, where are there tools and services where, where I can become more well-rounded and more educated? Well, I'm going to tell you, there's, there's Market Watch, right? Dan Rowich is an amazing person to follow on, um, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Barry Habib, which is MBS Highway, and love me some MBS Highway. So he offers a new program called CMA, okay. Certified Mortgage Advisor. Okay, it's a course that you can take. Right, Barry is a multimillionaire because he's worth it because he's really good. He puts out fresh content, but he's also a very savvy businessman. Okay. Um, and Barry started in this business as a loan originator. Okay, that's what okay. He started back gotcha. in the day gotcha. okay. as a mortgage loan originator, um, but he's already built out one company, sold it. Now he's built out this company, and this company's even better than the company he had back in the early two thousands. But anyhow. Um, I signed up and I paid my, I don't know how much it was, $1,600 to become a CMA. Mm-hmm. I'm going to geek out and learn about the economic events that cause mortgage-backed securities to go up and down. I'm going to learn things um, like his candlestick chart and how do I read it and levels of support and ceilings of resistance and uh, 10-year or 10-day moving averages and 50-day moving averages mm-hmm. and what, what it means when the, P, the producer price index is released and when non-farm payroll is released. Like, I want to learn all of that because as a mortgage professional, when I'm talking to clients, I need to be able to speak at a higher level. I need to differentiate myself mm-hmm. um, and I need to be able to give sound advice. But I can't do any of that unless I'm learning. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me would be using the same football analogy. Mm-hmm. I got my equipment, cool. I'm on the team, but I'm not a football player. I now have gone through a course like Zenix offers, like their ground school, maybe even their flight school, 
right? Because ground school and flight school are two different courses you can take. Flight school is like the next level up from ground school. But I've, I've learned my blocking and tackling. But maybe subscribing to MBS Highway mm. or following what Dan Rowich does with, with Rate Watch, uh, maybe investing the $1,600 into um, uh, uh, becoming a CMA, now all of a sudden I'm expanding my playbook. Mm. I'm becoming that much more uh, diversified. I'm, I'm not just a starter on my team, but I go both ways. I play offense and defense, mm. right? I'm that good. Now, at some point along the way, you're going to find Dave Savage. And Dave Savage has this awesome community of people that all buy into his product. His product is called Mortgage Coach. Well, utilizing Dave's product and Barry's teachings, you could really do some damage as becoming one of the best of the best because Mortgage Coach is going to teach you to take a consultative financial approach to helping your clients. So is becoming a CMA. So are the services that you find on MBS Highway. But what you're finding here is I'm, I'm talking about $1,600 in flight school and $1,800 or in ground school and $1,800 in, in, in uh, flight school, mm -hmm. another X amount of dollars per month to join Mortgage Coach and X amount of dollars per month to be a part of MBS Highway or one of the other services out there, yeah. uh, maybe $1,600 to become a CMA, which is a special designation that really, full disclosure, it doesn't quite mean a whole lot because not really mean, many people know what it, what it means. Yeah. I would never go through, and I'm, not, and I'm getting ready to go through, I'm not going through it so I can drop CMA on my designation. Mm -hmm. Some people do, and great for them. It's maybe kudos to their marketing efforts. I'm doing it because it's going to help Dustin know and be a better professional, and then Dustin know and be a better coach, mentor, or advisor to, right. the, to the consumer, yeah. right? Like, that's why I'm doing it. Other people may want to try to promote it and market it, but, like, just, just like – no one outside of the Mortgage Bank Association <laughs> really knows what a CMB is. Like yeah. all the right people, right? All the right people know what a CMB is. Correct. But my clients don't know that. Loan officers that I coach don't know what it, what it means to be a CMB. CMB. Mm. Hell, one of my buddies who runs a super successful branch up in Minnesota, he doesn't know what it, but being a CMB <laughs> is, right? Yeah. I did that for me. Mm. Uh, someone should get their these designations for themselves, right. not necessarily to put the the designation yeah. on there. But you hear me saying, what's well, going to cost money? Well, yes, you're running a business. Like, ladies and gentlemen, you run a business. You are a typically a 100% commission salesperson. You have to invest at a minimum 10% of your earnings back into yourself. Right. You just have to. Like, if you want to take yourself serious, this is what you have to do. Look at what you earned last year, and the following year, you're going to dedicate 10% of that towards your career advancement you becoming a better mortgage professional. It sounds like on like it's co constant learning. Like when, just because you you closed a couple loans, you're like always learning. You're always working. always yes. You should be yeah. right. If if you want to be anything outside of average, you are. Mm. If you want to be average, then there's nothing wrong with being average. Like people who are great need average. If you think about this, if everyone was great, then we would we wouldn't have great. We'd just have average. Mm. You have to have average. You have to have low, low producers. You have to have average producers in order to put a spotlight on the top producers. Right. But if you're trying to be a top producer, you're trying to be above average, yes, these are things that you should be doing. These are some organizations that you should be leaning into, learning more about, budgeting to participate in, all part of, part of this mortgage school, quote-unquote, yeah. 
that I'm trying to explain today. But even what you said, you added up all those numbers, it still sounds a hell of a lot cheaper than like one half a semester at like... Great point. Yeah, like, like what would it cost me to go get my MBA? Probably 20 grand on the cheap. Damn. 20 grand on the cheap. Yeah. And if I get my MBA, what does that really guarantee me? You can, you can add something to your email signature. Yeah, it doesn't guarantee me jack diddly. Yeah. But if I took that same approach, becoming a better mortgage professional, a better salesperson, mm. that's going to add one extra loan a month. One extra loan a month could be $2,500. Times that by 12 months, that's 30 grand. That's tangible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is separating myself because I'm running my own business. Mm -hmm. So part of education and part of mortgage school sprinkled into this mm -hmm. is conferences. And I know the past year has been crazy because of COVID. The conferences have been canceled or they've been online. I'm the first to admit, I'll try to attend your Zoom virtual conference, but man, it doesn't hold a candle to, no, the, to the real deal. Not the same. Because these conferences aren't about necessarily going and listening to the speaker. It could be listening to some of the speakers, but it could be the dinners you have, yep. who you have breakfast with, That's when you learn the most, who you meet at the gym. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know Jeremy Forcier very well, but I was at a conference 10 years ago and I was working out with my buddy Renee Rodriguez. Renee knows Jeremy mm -hmm. and Renee introduced me to Jeremy. Mm -hmm. And we probably all went out as a group that night. Um, but it forced me to start following him. And by following him, I can tell you all, hey, he's someone you you guys should follow. Yeah. Like, he knows his stuff. Yeah. He's really successful. He's well-spoken. He's entertaining. Like, <laughs> you know, go, go check out. So those conferences, look, I didn't make it through Tony Robbins. He was the headliner at one of my conferences. I don't know if it's because I was hungover or after 30 minutes, it was just the same BS. Hoorah! Yeah. Hey, kudos to Tony. Mm -hmm. He's phenomenal. Oh, he does yeah. great things. Yeah. Built a successful business. Mm -hmm. He is world renowned. Mm -hmm. But for me, even with Tony Robbins as the headliner, that wasn't what drew me to the event, right? Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't go because Tony Robbins was there. I went because it's a way for me to further become educated. And the education isn't necessarily right. It could be, right? It could be what I hear on 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 stage. Right. Just gotta keep on talking about the guy. Um, he's probably, you know, and not that he listens, but if he did, he's like, this dude has a man crush on me. <laughs> but it was Jeremy Forcier that that I heard and I've swiped and adapted this and I've now used it for the past decade, that he calls a lead until they buy or die. Yeah. I, You've heard me say that. No, I've heard when I did Todd's signature story, he actually used that. So that's been like yes. yes. And who knows? Jeremy probably heard it from someone yeah. uh at you know, through Todd Duncan or through the core yeah, yeah, or one of these yeah. other coaching companies. Mm -hmm. But he said it on stage. I attended that event and I said, that's a great philosophy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to bring value to my realtor partners because when they refer me a lead, I'm going to incessantly call that lead until they buy or die period in a story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that I got that from being at a conference. Gotcha. So back on this whole big conglomerate of what is mortgage school, I think it's, it's not one school. Yeah. It's a total process, yeah. right? Starting from A, ending with Z. But even when you get to Z, Z you still, still want to circle back. I got to Z. I have, I have my CMB. Yeah. To me, that's the highest designation that someone can achieve. But it's not going to stop me from going and doing my, my NMLS pre-licensing course. And it's not, it's not stopping me from doing Barry Habib's CM, CMA, yeah. Certified Mortgage Advisor. That's great. Right? So, like, start thinking about this when, when you're entering this career or if you're in the career and you're, you're in a rut or you're stuck or you've plateaued, you have to ask yourself, well, what, what have you been doing to invest in yourself? Mm -hmm.
right? Maybe you're not a good enough salesperson. Maybe you need to go do some Sandler training, mm-hmm. right? Sandler training is sales training. It has nothing to do with the mortgage industry. Really? Yeah. Has nothing to do. My my friends who own a Homevestors franchise, Homevestors, we buy ugly houses. Mm-hmm. You see their billboards all over the United States, mm-hmm. especially if you're in Texas or Nevada, because uh, they're all over there in, mm-hmm. in California. Um, Georgia, Atlanta has them. <laughs> Sorry, I used to live in Atlanta. I'm like, oh my God, there's billboards <laughs> everywhere. Um, but uh, they utilize Sandler training. You mentioned Todd Richards. Todd was once in a BNI group. And through his BNI group, they brought in a Sandler sales training, hmm. right? And we held it here at the branch, and it was voluntary. And yeah. yeah, you learn, you learn certain sales techniques. That's where you have to ask yourself, what are you doing in this conglomerate of mortgage school? Okay, we're assuming obviously you're going to or you did get your 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 NMLS. You yeah. did the the 20 hours, you passed the test. Cool. Hopefully you found some kind of technical training, whether it's with an awesome mentor and boss, because you went out there, you made the phone ring, you shook the money tree and mm-hmm. dollar bills fell down, but you didn't know how to actually convert those dollar mm-hmm. bills into tangible money. Because mm-hmm. um, maybe like fake dollar bills that yeah. had like a coupon code that you had to then exchange, kind of like owning Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Hey, I own this Bitcoin, but I really don't know how to turn it into dollars. Usher bucks for fans that people don't know what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> But, but you've learned that, okay, now that I'm a good technician, how do I become a better salesperson? Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to, to tune in or go back and rewatch episodes of the Loan Officer Podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to look into a coaching service, right? There's a thought. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's sales coaching all over the place. Some of it is industry-related. Like when we had Toby Moyle on yeah. um, almost a year ago now. Yeah. Uh, you know, Toby coaches realtors and loan officers. Mm-hmm. So she has a coaching program. Um Maybe one day TLOP Online will offer a coaching service, you know. right? But they, there is coaching out there that is to A, hold you accountable, but B, bring you ideas. Mm-hmm. Attend certain events, maybe look into signing up for Mortgage Coach and using it. Don't just sign up and pay for something, guys. Like, sign up, pay for it, and utilize it, and don't try to do everything at once. Yeah. Pick one thing a year. One thing a year. Um, here's something else you may try. Okay. The MBA offers... School of Mortgage Banking. Oh. School of Mortgage Banking. Okay. Now, they have School of Mortgage Banking 1, 2, and 3. If you go through all three, you could be an accredited mortgage professional, mm. an AMP. Look, School of Mortgage Banking 1, if you're a loan originator, you can probably teach the course. Now, if you have not worked as a loan originator and you're just now becoming one, that course would be beneficial for you. Right. But then School of Mortgage Banking 2... Ooh, that's going to teach you some real geeky stuff. If you've ever been curious about like the business aspect of the mortgage industry, mm-hmm. you should look at School of Mortgage Banking too, because that's where you're going to learn about servicing, about secondary, about warehouse lines, about the mortgage-backed security market, different than how Barry Habib teaches it. Okay. Like you just learn it from a technical standpoint. And then School of Mortgage Banking three is really fun. You get to with your classmates break up into groups of five or six, and for four days, you run a mock mortgage company. Damn. Right? So, like, if you are a mortgage professional who only knows how to be an originator, but you want to know more, maybe you aspire to one day open your own mortgage company, or one day you aspire to run a branch, it may behoove you to go through School of Mortgage Banking 1, 2, and 3. Depending on where you are in your career, School of Mortgage Banking 1 may be something you can clep out of, um, or something that... that, you know, you go through because you want the whole process, 
but you get in there and you realize, oh my gosh, I probably could teach this course. <laughs> yeah. School of Mortgage Banking 2, you're going to go into because you're like, this is what I, this is what I want. I needed this, yeah. Yeah, I don't learn this in my branch. I don't learn this calling on realtors. I don't learn this, but it opens my eyes to why when I originate loans, there's certain processes and procedures put into place mm -hmm. because there's a whole separate uh, yeah. a business side of the mortgage industry yeah. from when the loan closes that I don't get to see. Because when for me, the loan closes, I get paid, the person moves into the house, and I move on. Mm -hmm. But no, there's a whole subsect of industry that's going on. Mm -hmm. School of Mortgage Banking 2 will, will teach you that, and School of Mortgage Banking 3 puts it all together. It, 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 every day you show up, it's really cool. Every day you show up and you log in, and, a, and basically situations happen. Okay. So you, as the quote-unquote mock executive team, have to make business decisions based on which products you offer, based what? on where you where you allocate your training money, based on which geographic locations do you open up in, do you shut down this particular section of the company in order to to uh, grow the yeah. other section. It's it's really interactive and really fun, but you can't do school and mortgage banking three until you've done right. at least one and two. I would hope not. Yep. So like that's another this whole mortgage school. Well there's school and mortgage banking through the Mortgage Bankers Association. If and when you get through school of mortgage banking one, two, and three, you may decide I'm gonna take it to the next level. Bro. I'm ready to get my CMB, but you can't just get your CMB. Like we did a whole show on this probably mm -hmm. about six months ago. Yeah. But like in order to get your CMB, you have to like have all of these prerequisites. And some of those is, is time in the industry. Oh, for real? Yeah, like like if you haven't been in the industry for X amount of time, if you haven't attended these types of conferences, if you haven't um, gone out and sought this type of, of, of education, right. It's a point system. You can't even submit to take their course to then study for their exam and then pass it. Damn. Right? So, like, to me, the CMB would be, well, because I, I might not be able to take it for th or go through it for three, five, or seven years, there's no way I can do this early on. Mm. And it's never advisable to try to tackle it all at once. Like, mm. you know, tackle obtaining your license and going through Xenix. Then work for a year. <laughs> yeah. Right then, just work for a year. Actually, put into play what what you've done. Maybe by year two, you start looking into becoming uh, a subscriber to Mortgage Coach. Maybe you go ahead at that point and you subscribe to MBS Highway, and then after you do that for a year, then you're like, you know what? I'm at a point that I want to get my CMA. Mm -hmm. I'm already a subscriber. Right, because because the, the 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 same company that owns the the course the CMA is gotcha. the same company you're getting a, a subscription to. Okay. Um, and by the way, there's tons of really cool tools when you are a member of MBS Highway. Um, but then you know maybe you you've mastered that, and now it's year five, mm -hmm. and you're at a point in your career where you're like, eh, I think I want to do school mortgage making one, two, and three. Yeah. Right. I, it's going to make me a more rounded professional. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I'm necessarily going to get more loans because of it. Right. But if everyone take my career to the next level, I want to be an executive vice president, division manager, mm -hmm. a branch manager. Maybe this, these schools and this designation are going to introduce me to people and open my eyes to certain thought processes. Right. And then maybe three or four years pass, you're attending your two or three uh, mm -hmm. conferences a year. Maybe you're a part of some coaching um, circles, you're paying to get coached. Maybe you get so good, someone pays you to coach, mm. right? Yeah, there's a thing. And then you want to culminate and say, I want my capstone. Mm. I want my CMB, right? So this is, this is my understanding of mortgage school. Mm. It's not one school. It's not. 
It's a process. Mm -hmm. Your career, whether it be 10 years, 20 years, or 40 years, is the school. Mm -hmm. You are always the student. Put everything in a process. Don't try to take on it all at one time because you can't and because it won't all make sense. And understand that you may attend conferences along the way that you keep on hearing the same message repeated. That's okay. That's on purpose. Sometimes in life, we need to hear the message said a certain way before it resonates. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in life, we hear the message, but we don't listen. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're not really listening because we're not a place in, in our career or in our life where we're ready to listen. Right. So you need to keep going, understanding that half the reason why you're going is the content. The other half is the networking. Mm -hmm. What can you learn from talking to someone else? Picking their brain, sharing your life experiences with them and, and opening up yeah. honestly with yeah. them mm -hmm. and allowing them to open up honestly with you. Mm -hmm. I did that with my financial education. Look, I have, a, I have a bachelor of arts degree, not a bachelor of science degree, mm -hmm. right? Science degree would have required me to take some classes that were more math oriented. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe I would have had a more formal education in certain economic uh, theories or, or events. I didn't. But what I did early on in my career is I networked with financial advisors. Mm -hmm. People who are in the same point in their career that I was, they were younger in life, younger in their career. They're trying to build their network. So we'd go to lunch or have beers after work. And I learned by talking to them. Right. I learned about personal finance when I went to my first financial advisor, paid him a $300 consultation fee, and started to implement the things that he taught my wife and I. Mm -hmm. I then can now teach that to my clients. Mm -hmm. Right? They listen to me and they're like, oh my God, you're so smart. I'm like, no, I just spent $300 and I actually implemented most of what was taught to me. Yeah. So now I can at least practice what I preach. Right. And by practicing it, I slowly become an expert by practitioner, not an expert because of some formal course I took. Because right. most of life, at least for me, I learn by doing. Right. I learn by doing and then I learn by teaching. Uh, a really cool quote came out last week by James Clear, who's the author of Atomic Habits that I, I shout out all the time. And the quote, which I would butcher, is something like, you know, um, it, it, the point of the quote I'll get at is you don't truly know something until you teach it. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to know something, teach it. That means you have to attend the course, understand what was being said, and then implement it into your life. Now go back and regurgitate A, what was taught to you, but B, what you experienced into your own words, hopefully in a manner that is better than what was originally taught to you. That's great. Right? So that's that's mortgage school, ladies and gentlemen. Holy, wow. You inspired me. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Maybe one day, I'm going to convince you and put it out in the universe, John. Okay. You are going to take the 20-hour pre-licensing course. I, I, and you you are going to take the test. I don't care if you fail. <laughs> you may care if you fail. Yeah. But what a, what a cool non-mortgage dude. Mm-hmm going through the process that so many of our listeners are getting ready to go through, have just gone through or went through. Yeah, I think it would be cool because just coming in like green, but knowing all that the back end, I know just from being a host of the show. Yeah. Just... Well, and as as COVID starts to open up, you and I are going to be available to go on speaking engagements. That's you and I are going to start hitting mm -hmm. some of these conferences. Like we're going out to San Diego. Yep. San Diego in October is the uh, National Mortgage Bankers Association annual meeting. Mm -hmm. John and I are going to are going to be out there together, maybe with Mike and camera in tow. Who knows? You never know. <laughs> um, but you know, as there's conferences. And we're at those conferences. We hope people that tune in come up to us, introduce themselves, oh, yeah. let us buy them a beer, or we'll let them buy us a beer or mm -hmm. for you and Negroni. Yeah. And, um, you know, it'd be nice for you to be able to relate with them. Yeah. So I think that'd be cool. That's great. I'm all for it. All right. All right. Hey, look, um, 
We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Yeah. We are on LinkedIn at the Loan Officer Podcast. If you're tuning in on YouTube, please know you can also tune in on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts or really anywhere that podcasts are, are performed. Yeah. If you've only been listening to us and you actually want to see what we look like, you yeah. can see what, what we look like on YouTube. Yep. We have our own YouTube channel. Every episode is on that channel. Mm. And if you stay super tuned, mm. we're going to be on TikTok. Yes. We're going to launch a website yes. so that we can continue to put out fresh, entertaining, mm. inspiring, educational content to you, the listener, or you, the viewer. Well said, Dio. Yep. But that's all the time we have for today. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen, and we are out. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>